improvements, but we're back. We're back. We are here with Quarantings this week to bring you a long time coming episode. We have touched on this uh, multiple times along the journey, but we've never really got into the nitty fucking gritty. No, we have not got into the nitty gritty. And let's be honest, there's there's plenty to get into. And the thing of it is, like when we had the high school episode and I talked about the religious trauma, uh-huh. which is what we're discussing today. Yes. It was very much in the context of like a my personal situation and b like young person coming of age story. Uh-huh. We need to discuss the realities of religious trauma and how to spot it, the red flags, when you see it, what does it look like as adults? Fair, because I th- this this is going to be almost like this might be the most teaching I'm going to get since roster 101. No, for real. Because I don't be noticing or knowing none of this shit. Mm-mm. I be thinking it's just weird actions, corny actions, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, as we're going to get into. Right. But uh, I've come to find out from my partner that uh, it's not just so simple as that. No, and it's not as simple as any one certain type of religion or any one certain type of family situation. And also, just a disclaimer right up front, this is not to like rip people apart in any type of way this is honestly meant to like uplift people and say like hey if you're witnessing this in people that you're seeing or if you yourself are doing this kind of thing like just ask yourself why am i doing this is it genuine is this something is this a way that i feel like i want to be and i'm happy with being or do i want to start asking myself these questions of like what is motivating me in these actions wow (laughs) coming through with uplifting and joyous messages i promise you there's still jokes notes notes people oh my gosh she is out i'm doing i'm doing i'm doing god's work this time (laughs) i'm doing god's work if that pun was not perfectly (laughs) intended i don't know what is but we do appreciate the work so where you want to start so i mean i feel like to be clear like i wanted to come on here and be like a religious trauma of which i am a culprit because that's Mm. like kind of hilarious and i kind of love that journey for me and like this weird backwards way you love it but the truth of the matter is i'm not sure i ever really bought into this religious shit like i can remember literally being eight years old at mass when they would make us go during the school day yeah. and like people would be taking communion and like you know whatever respect to you but like at eight years old i remember distinctly thinking to myself do these people really think this is real and not just a story <laughs> so i don't it's know the symbolism. i yeah i go back and forth with myself if i ever really bought into this and so like when i was in high school this is the only thing i'll say about high school because we already had the whole episode go check it out uh-huh. um I went on this mission trip and that's a whole nother thing. We won't get into it, but it was obviously overnight. Yeah. Several days, 10 days, I think. Um, and all the girls slept in one end of the hall and the boys slept in the other end of the hall. I couldn't and have I, y'all close. And we would gossip about boyfriends and shit and like whatever. <laughs> and I distinctly remember being utterly shocked. You were shocked. I was shocked at the inexperience of the quote unquote, most popular girls at our school because i was just like i really thought that they were fucking out here getting to the business and they were not and i nothing of the sort i was very surprised and in hindsight i should not have been but this brings us to like i said adulthood oh adulthood and And the remnants of these naivete ways and days and what do they fucking look like and And i believe you have a little fucking story time somehow i am a perfect uh, case study if you will (laughs) unbeknownst to me this whole time but you know the ceo always be plying oh yeah so there was this uh this woman that I was talking to back in the day, and um, you know, it was it was not really anything of the sort at the beginning. It was just kind of right. like a little bit of flirting, you know, here and there. And uh, we finally got to like actually like linking up for a couple of. I mean, I don't even don't even really want to call them dates because I feel like that's not giving them the word date a service. But sure, we'll go with that. 
And um, I feel like every time you tell this, I'm always like, why don't you just it's yet another example of like women go on dates that they're not sure if they like the person all the time. So it for sure is a date just because you feel unsure about them. Whereas for you, as we've discussed multiple times, the men like they don't do that. So to you, it's like weird. That's why you don't want to call it a date. It's well, no, you sure about it's her. not because I don't want to call it a date because of that. It's because I just feel like certain things are actually a date. And I mean, so, you like, went to a restaurant with her and shared a meal. <laughs> shared like fries or an appetizer. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> Sounds like a debate for another day. Trigger, it's trigger. 100% a debate for another day. But, but anyway, anyways, continue. <laughs> so, the and then the second time was like a uh, Netflix and chill situation. So, right. Except for the chilling was like actually chilling. Right. Which Netflix is, and chill, PG edition. Yeah, which is kind of the first part here, which is. After that occurred, yeah, I got a message from her, and like you know, like first the first part of the text was like, oh, you know, it was great to hang out, blah blah blah, and I was like, yeah, cool, bet I enjoyed it. We'll have to do it again soon. And the next part of the message was, not gonna lie, I really thought we were gonna like do something while I was over, and I'm like, red flag. The phrase "do something" doesn't even say what that something is. Can't 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 put words to it. Continue. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was like the vibe you was going wanting. Like you right. know, like I thought we were really just hanging out, and I wasn't. I mean, you know, my simp ass. I'm not being trying to be aggressive and do the thing. Yeah, so you're like, not really that kind of person. I was just fine. like my bad like next time like literally i was just like hey next time like cool whatever <laughs> so this is point number one to me there are four key points to the story that i don't want to lose sight of and this is number one the very top most absolute red flag of people who have religious trauma is that they are simultaneously guilty like they feel they're not guilty they feel guilty yeah and they're extremely horny. <laughs> well, I can get the second part. And I'm telling you right now, like, I can name you many times. There's one time, this one time in particular, I literally, like, was talking to this dude. This is back in my, you know, days when I was struggling. I was talking to this dude. I went over, again, for a Netflix and chill type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to relax. Max and relax. And then when I got there, I felt so guilty about it that even though I fully went there wanting to have sex with him, I literally didn't. I spent the whole night, like, agonizing in my mind over whether or not I was going to fuck him. Mm. He was completely confused, didn't, could not understand what was going on. Hey, from our perspective, that, yeah, we are genuinely. I, I went home the and then same kind of thing. Like I texted him and was like saying like flirty things. Yeah, about, like, you're mm, basically yeah. sexted, ready to go. To but this was before I was ever a sexter. So yeah, it, it wasn't so even you, close to like that you're, level. You're, 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 what you could do at the time when you were doing but it. But then right. funny enough, and this is even worse than what this girl did, is the very next motherfucking day the smash. next day smash i went back and smashed him and why? so it's why is that, that worse that sounds great but it's worse in the sense of like the hor the 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 guilt is so extreme and the horniest horniness is that extreme that those two things can exist within that the same dr jekyll mr period. hyde within yes. 24 hours yeah okay that's fair so i mean my first question to you when she when you say nothing happened the first, I mean, nothing happened. Like I mean, no like, kissing. No, no. Like I don't. I wouldn't even call it cuddling. Like I mean, yeah. we're sort of, but like not heavy. barely breaking the touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, she was around, but like it wasn't like I couldn't tell. So mm -hmm. there was none mm -hmm. of that. And then hits you with the oh, I thought something was going to happen. Uh, yeah. so let me return to this do something phrase because I feel like this is very key. Kay. Like people who are and to be clear there's nothing wrong with being trepidatious you don't have to put out man or woman at any point early late whatever and all of that is fine yeah, especially if you're unsure but like the key point here is that she came over here to literally netflix and chill and then like when she went home she was immediately like oh i w even though she didn't use the word wish she was basically saying, like i wish that we had hooked up yeah. what whatever that may mean it doesn't have to mean like yeah fucking. she wanted to do something more than what we did right and she expressed that pretty quickly so the timeline is like the key flag here of just like flip flop flip flop flippity flop 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 can't 
nail it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, it's funny because you <laughs> out here talking about the trauma and like in my head, I'm like, this is like right around when I think this is like right around when I had retired. Right, right, I right. I was right. like, yeah, I've been out the game so long. I don't know what's going on. I know I was in the Sahara Desert as far as getting it in. It had been longer time than I want to admit on wax. And so I was like. When she said that to me, I was like, dang, I really must be at the game. Like, I just mm-hmm. did. I didn't see no signs. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I, I really don't think it was you. I mean, to be fair, like you're not. It, there's also personality. She may have wanted you to instigate and you didn't or whatever. And all that is fine. But I'm just I'm just saying the flip flopping is a flag for me. And fair enough. You know, aside from your specific story, like another really common uh, situation I hear of is women who um there are plenty of women who make the argument that they want and or need like a deep emotional connection with somebody in order to enjoy Before they can sex enjoy the them. sex. Yeah, that's fine. And that's totally fine. And I don't necessarily disagree with that for like individuals in their specific situations and circumstances. What I would question is like, if that is truly like a quote unquote feminine disposition that so many of us are feeling or, if there's some kind of systemic indoctrination of that patriarchy. to where we can't let go of our own guilt and shame around sex unless that perceived level of commitment is already in place. Well, I mean, let's be clear. She wasn't as fast as you in 24 right. hours, but she came back around pretty quickly. So to there smash. you go. So Continue like, the story. So she we comes were, back. Yeah, she she came back around again. We, you know. I guess like her version of hooked up. We didn't sleep. We didn't have sex that okay. first time. And then the second time, it was the second time we hung out after that. And then we smashed. And then now she was, now she's all in, I guess. So yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, which again, it's fine. Which I find interesting. And again, this isn't necessarily a particular flag to religious trauma, but it can be interesting to the fact of like, she clearly wanted there to be some kind of rapport built up and some kind of like uh, depth to the relationship before you guys smashed. And yet, notably, there was no conversation about like, what are we or like what she wanted or asking you what you wanted before she did smash. So it's this weird murky thing of like not wanting to have the conversation, but is too horny not to fuck you <laughs> in the, at the end of the day. So it's like... <laughs> okay. The only thing I'll say in a very fake defense... Yeah, okay. Good. We need some defense. when we originally, like... Because this was like a Tinder match. Like, when yeah. we originally matched on Tinder months before any of this occurred... Yeah. Our very short conversation in there, she did ask... What was I looking for? Fair and enough. I was like, oh, you know, I mean, at this point, I'm really kind of looking for a relationship. And she was like, me too. But then, ah. but, <laughs> but again, this is, there's a very large gap between this conversation right. and this sexin that we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah. So I just want to give that, that little caveat that technically I was told this a very long time but prior see, to in your it. mind as somebody who's not necessarily going on these type of principles and like to be fair the reason we're implementing this girl as the example is because we know some circumstances about her situation yes that would suggest that she would be in a similar position as me in yes. terms of my history and all that so we're not just like Putting this coming on her out without of nowhere, any type yeah. of clues. Yeah. She's just not picking one of the last floozies I got with. Right. talking about her. Right. But in your position, not having these like quote unquote fake shackles of thought and feeling on you, mm. you very well may be looking for a relationship. But that's not your your desire or lack thereof to have a relationship both with her specifically and someone generally has not that much to do with whether or not you're going to fuck a girl you've matched with on Tinder. Well, correct. But she obviously thinks that it does because that was clearly like a gatekeep thing that she had to be able to even give you any type of time of day in the first place. And yet, like I said, didn't bother to actually have the conversation for real about you and her before she did it. But continue, continue. (laughs) So anyways, uh, this story is just so funny. I know she's having way too much fun. I I know for people on YouTube, y'all can see she's having way too much fun. (laughs) Um, So then, you know, whatever we're, 
we 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 smash it on a pretty regular, regular basis, basis. Mm-hmm. and um classic then, situationship then now i'm starting to get and i know on this very fine program i've discussed how i am not and i repeat not a sexter right and at first i would get you know some texts that were like a little more like corny jokes or something like that and like yeah. you know kind of more innocent like allu- <laughs> alluding to something like you know right. but not being like all outright with it right but then it started to be like i'm so wet right now <laughs> which is great like i'm not mad about it but also it's like 11:30 a.m on a tuesday and i'm in the office like yeah yeah so I'm, I'm like happy for you uh, i know this is a detail that you wanted me to bring up so i'll just bring it up before you say anything this particular situation she was not a snapchat person neither am i interesting but she specifically got snapchat when she when I told her that I had it, yeah, so that she could message me on Snap, mm, spicy, and, yes, send things that maybe she didn't want to text, you know, via. Which I think it's via funny when message. people feel that that's like some kind of cloak of like protection. Oh yeah, when like literally we can take a screenshot out here, like. Mm. there's so many apps <laughs> that you can take a screenshot on Snap without them knowing that you took the but, screenshot. It's but not also like, I don't know, is it really like I don't know. I've always felt like if I'm going to text you and I'm going to send you some sexy pictures, like, I'm just going to mess. Do I really expect you not to keep them? It's like you kind of feel, I mean, I've gotten over that now, but that took me a long time to get over it. I mean, that's part of what I was going to say is that like her like little fake horny shit in the beginning, like, oh, you know, super PG. I want to sit in your lap, whatever (laughs) shit like that. Hey, man, you got to start somewhere. And let Yay. me tell you, I, that's where I as, was starting. As too. a non-sexter, <laughs> I appreciate it all because I was like, I just don't do this. So it's a like, better place to start than I'm so wet right now. Even besides, uh, like, again, hey. I've talked about this before, but like, don't drop, don't jump the gun when you're fucking sexting. Like, you can't walk that back. She's clearly, I don't know, like, not, shall we say, true to this like new to this rookie vibe of just like you don't just hit somebody out of the blue with i'm so wet right now like you got to hit them up da 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 like it well, just feels very abrupt i guess and is what so, i'm trying to say yeah but and i mean i guess like coming from the non rt perspective yeah. like i guess i probably just have this like inherent bias yeah. of like the kind of vibe of person you would be to be like some sexter and be good at it. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I can't even say if she's good at it or not, because as I've said before, I don't really do it. So like, I can't judge, but also I'm judging in the moment because it's with me and I'm thinking, I don't know if this is good. Cause it's not really what turning, I'm getting in real life. It's not really turning me on. And I'm like, why don't you just roll through? Like, <laughs> cause I just be, that's so the I mean, chemistry wasn't me. really there and she was trying i mean and yeah well, that's, and again that's specifically speaking of referring to the right. sexting because i ain't you <laughs> no yeah no i mean yes it's not all it's not every single thing any person ever does is related to the trauma religious or otherwise that they have but again it kind of go also goes back to the whole thing of like at first it was this extreme caution uh-huh and now it's this extreme green light, green light, right? Green right, light right, right, situation. Let's be on the Autobahn out here. Boom, boom, boom. I'm wet. It's a puddle in this bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. To me, like the math is questionable on this one. We gotta watch the film back. You gotta, you gotta see if she, she was out of bounds there. You know, like I'm just not really sure. We need okay. VAR. Check the replay. Check the replay. Check the replay. So, should I continue? Yeah, but continue. Continue. Okay. Um. So. Then after some time of the hanging out, fucking dates, whatever, I get presented with something very odd. So basically, it was like I knew that it was like some night I was going to do something and I was pretty sure I made it clear I was going to do that and I wasn't going to be available. And I just got like, I mean, I know you hate this just in general. It was trouble or not. Never liked the message that's too long. 
Oh yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. We don't do that anymore. Don't, that stopped at age twenty. Don't don't send novels. No, like we're done. Send novel recommendations. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> but don't send novels. And the real gist of it was basically her saying that she liked me more than I liked her. Mm. And now <laughs> this whole story just aside sidebar quickly, Your Honor. Go ahead. This is all coming from the man that like literally has been on wax on this fine program multiple times, being like, "I'm not a savage. I'm not about that fucking future lifestyle." Blah blah blah. Now he's out here like fully dating chicks who like think that he doesn't even like them. Like it's giving toxic king. But okay, continue. yeah. And all I'll say to that is. I've been hanging out with her too long. <laughs> but anyway, so I got that message. And I mean, it was like late. It was like later at night. So like, obviously I was out, devil's juice, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, why the fuck am I getting this message? So I like showed somebody and I was like, I'm just not even going to respond. Right. So then I did it. And then of course that ends up with another follow-up message. <laughs> so then I'm just like, hey, I don't really know what you want me to do. I ain't done said or done nothing that I thought wasn't cool. I thought we right. were in a good chill, place, casual, whatever. Yeah. I didn't think there was anything else I needed to do. Yeah. Now you're saying you're not even telling me what you need me to do. You're just saying that I'm not on your level, which right. is just awkward to me. And I was like, but I just like, I'm like, honestly, I don't really want to talk about it. So like, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I've moved off it yeah so i went about my night had a great night whatever woke up the next day get another message part two greatest hits i am so sorry it came across <sighs> like you were doing something wrong i didn't want to make you feel that way i was just maybe in my feelings and thought, you know, you were doing this because of that or blah, blah, blah. Just a whole, another longer. I'm just looking at the message. I'm like, oh, so you're cool. Maybe you're cool. Yeah. So she like basically calls you out on a very legitimate thing on her end. Like regardless of whether or not you had done anything wrong, she has every right to feel like you are or are not invested in her. So yeah, speak. 100%. And that's fine. But then she walked the whole fucking thing back again. Not even 24 hours later. And uh, an apology. The apologies. This has nothing to do with religious trauma. But ladies, stop fucking apologizing. Like literally. I'm pretty sure I showed you this message like (laughs) that, like that week. And you were like, I'm so angry. I'm furious. (laughs) She's like, I was on her side all the way up until this apology. Oh, this is horrible. The first text she sent, I was like, yeah, go off, girl. Like, he's not giving you enough time of day. Like, that. Yeah, she was sitting right where she's sitting right now <laughs> talking about, yeah, this nigga ain't shit. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> he don't like you. <laughs> like, tell, tell him. <laughs> and then she saw the apology and she was like, oh, bitch, now like, no, you ain't shit. No. Uh. Because it's just like, I fucking hate it when women apologize for shit that a is not even there in the wrong for doing but b it's just like apologies aren't necessary and shit that like men would never in a million years apologize for but that's all beside the point the real point is again like this flip floppy shit and also she obviously thought you guys were like pretty deep because she's like out here being like oh like you're not cutting it yeah even though there are definitely uh details that will save for another for the patreon right that would make it very clear that i wasn't thinking being that, that serious right right and i mean again I, I want treating her like trash i was like i was no, talking to a bunch of people or whatever it's just that's like, exactly what i was gonna say you know it just kind of was what it was it was cash and also like we're gonna get to this in a minute so it's fine but like you do have a full-on podcast where you talk about exactly what's been going on with you and what you feel on these exact issues so yeah there's an opportunity she to wasn't get watching the news so to speak there's an opportunity to get some of that stuff yes but i, I don't agree. know though the one thing i want to say before we get to like the fourth point is like i keep bringing up the horniness thing and i want to be super clear about it religious trauma girls i'm speaking directly to the people to the people women who have religious trauma are horny as fuck because they have repressed their sexuality mm-hmm. all through adolescence, regardless oh. of whether or not they actually ever fucked or didn't fuck. Or yeah, whatever. it's not. It doesn't matter. Like they 
a lot of them haven't masturbated. A lot of them Ugh. haven't like explored their sexual side. Ugh. Um, they, f- they even feel like it's even indoctrinated to like, again, I've talked about it, like the body, your body in itself, there's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So like even feeling sexy is almost like shameful. Yeah. It's just, and these are extreme examples and it doesn't always present in this like specific way, but it's just an overall sense of like, you grew up like avoiding the elephant in the room, so to speak. And then you hit this now point it's here and it's, and just, it's like, just like, bow, which again, not her fault. These are just, yeah, according to you, it's my fault, actually. <laughs> according to you, it's actually my fault. Like, well, my fault in her pasture. Okay, well, it's okay, fine. Saying. To give you the credit that you deserve, like all throughout this saga, like you were not telling her that you guys were exclusive. There was no type of understanding or direct discussion of like, we're dating. Yeah, I, I, I never even met her. Like she didn't hang out with the homies, oh, like yeah, all of this dang, shit. You didn't meet no, her. No, I don't even know what she looks like. Dang, I totally forgot about that. So Ugh. like, I didn't feel at all like you were like leading her on in that type of like dog, doggy dog world way. Yeah, because she's not wasn't around kicking it, whatever, blah blah blah. So I don't think you were acting out of pocket, but I don't think, she, I don't think her confusion is necessarily just particularly her f- own fault either. So takes two to tango, you get yeah. takes two to tango. Get to the get to the first uh or get to the last one. <laughs> okay. So the fourth important point. So then um as Kristen alluded to earlier, um she knew about the podcast pretty early on in our talking. Mm-hmm. Um but with like her work schedule or whatever, she just never even really showed up for the pod recordings, which is fine. A lot of people yeah. when we record it, you, you gotta be free. So it's like whatever. Right. I I totally get it. But there was a time we were hanging out where she literally told me, she was like, I don't think I can listen to the podcast. <laughs> and now, even though, I mean, I feel a lot more deeper connection to the pod now than I did at the time. Um, I still was kind of like, what do you mean you can't listen to the podcast? And she was like, oh, you know, I just don't know if I need to be here and all that. Like, you know what you guys do, your passes, blah, blah, you know, just making a whole bunch of excuses. Which again, is like, like very vague. Like, I feel like the vague speech I'm like, is I totally, thing. I totally get like people who are like, oh, your pass is your pass. Like that part, That's I totally fine. agree with. But also I'm like, you think I'm just on this podcast talking about everything I've done for the past 30 years and not talking about anything current or anything happening. like genuine about like what I am looking for in a relationship. What I like, what I don't like. Literally, nothing so i was just like okay whatever you say i was just like i mean that was definitely one of the things that did turn me off a little bit right 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 right. but i was just like hey man you do you boo boo yeah so then after she like felt like she insulted me like it took about like a week and a half for her to do that she was like oh no like i'm so sorry like i'll listen to an episode yada yeah, yada yada can't. and i'm like okay well pick an episode go ahead yeah then she's looking at the titles of some of the episodes. She's like, oh, I can't listen to this episode. I can't listen to this episode. <laughs> and I think one of them, she was like, oh, I can't listen to Roster 101. And I was like, oh, you should definitely first listen all, to that episode. First of all, that's me. <laughs> I, know, I, was like, I was like, first of all, that's a great episode. And second of all, I don't episode. say anything in there. Like, just go ahead and listen to it. So after, like, maybe, like, three weeks, she finally listens to, like, one episode and sends me, like, a whole review saying, like, oh, she likes our rapport and, you know, it's cool. She was like, oh, I, I thought it was just going to be you guys talking about sex. And uh, I was like, which again, like even that right there, I'm like, why is she so like fake, weirdly afraid of hearing us discuss sex? And yet she's literally trying to sex you like the math on this is just it's uh, giving confused. I it's, checked the literature. It didn't add up. Uh, thank you. But so what brought us to the finale of. Uh, my four points and our our time together, me and this girl, where we recorded the I'm Back episode. Mm, yep. And um, we, you know, as we usually do, post a couple of reels on the IG before we go to the full episode release. Damn, the reels, the fucking reels, the reels stay getting you in trouble. The reels really do get me in trouble every time. Like, I'm waiting for that reel you just posted to get me in trouble low-key, actually, but... We'll see. Um, so the, we posted one of the reels, and I can't even remember what the reel even talked about. But yeah, then she apparently decided to listen to the episode, 
and I got an official breakup text. Mm, that uh, she went in for the kill, old bas- yeller. Basically said, "Hey, I listened to your most recent episode. I'm glad you're out of retirement. Go <laughs> go find you these other hoes because I ain't it. Don't ever text me." The end. And I'm not gonna lie, I was like, "Well, I mean, you listened, <laughs> so that's good." Another listener, another download. Wait, did she? Did you text her back, or did you just leave it? When when I get a text that says "Do not text me," it's done. Unless, yeah, no, it's done. Actually, I feel like <laughs> I've never texted back after that. Yeah, no, that was that was the end of the conversation. So you but, don't know if she blocked you or nothing because you didn't even try. Oh well, I mean, I know on the social media, she's just like all the other girls. I'm gone, but oh word, yeah, I'm gone. But I don't know by her phone. So like, she was like, cut. She cut the ties. Cut them. Cut mm. it. Oh, I know she cut the ties because I seen there was even a couple of periffs that uh, got cut. Ooh, so it was attached to me. Not I was the like, periffs. I know. I was like, ooh, it ain't that deep, girl. It ain't that deep. <laughs> I was like, they didn't do nothing to do. Like, they didn't do nothing to you. But that's a whole other side story. But yeah, so that was I the mean, end of that. My only one fake defense of her in that moment is that like I can appreciate, um as someone who doesn't necessarily need exclusivity that I still don't want to hear about the other shit. So like, I do understand where it's like, even me, I might be like, damn, I'm not trying to hear about these other girls you're fucking with again, but then keep that same energy about, Oh, I don't want to listen to the pot. Right. And she's the one that, that's the thing. She chose the episode. She Mm -hmm. wanted to hear, she put her nose where she knew she was going to not like it. Yeah. Um, but, like, more importantly than that, again, where was there ever a conversation about exclusivity? Like, the way that she texted you and the way she did this, like, whole fake breakup is just the, is, like, she's acting as if you guys were in a full-on relationship and you were fully on cheating on her. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand where this level of intensity about being so upset that you were with other bitches or talked to other bitches came from, even though I do. And I think it's the religious trauma, but I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, cause part of me is like, okay, if I was talking to this guy and I heard the I'm back episode. Yeah. And I thought I was talking to this guy solo dolo. Right. I would feel some type of way. Yeah. But also I believe on that episode, I talked about, three different women yeah and she's the only one that was actually mad true about that episode the true. other two were all A-okay. here for it yeah peaches so and green. i don't know if that's crazy i don't <laughs> know if it's a combo breaker. i mean i would go with rt because in my mind it's just like she she she's not stupid in the sense of like literally so like she does i, I don't i don't think that she would genuinely, in hindsight now, like a little bit m- more emotionally removed from the situation, uh-huh. claim to have thought that you guys were exclusively boyfriend and girlfriend. The, the, the actions and the stuff that you guys were doing together and the interactions that you were having were genuinely not boyfriend and girlfriend level. Like I said, I never even met her. Yeah, she was I'm not sure around. Who, I'm sure whoever the new dude is is right. suffering from me. Right. <laughs> just, like, and so I don't, I would be shocked if she were to try to claim that she thought y'all were really exclusive like that. I, thi- I think the reason I think it's religious trauma is that girls who have religious trauma don't do well in situationships because the reality is is that the way that they are justifying and trying to get over their own guilt Uh about sex and whatever yeah is this i don't know if it's fake i don't know if it's real but level of commitment Mm. that a relationship provides mm. even though like again my question is is does it even really provide that i don't know that gets into a toxic versus healthy yeah, we, we, t- we talk on the quickets all the time about dudes who are in quote-unquote very loving right. relationship long relationships that aren't right. uh giving any of those vibes that exactly. you're discussing but i mean that's the dogma that they've been indoctrinated with and they've been brainwashed with is that this level of commitment is what makes sex and what makes these like raunchy things okay and so the situationship is kind of like the nightmare scenario because it's almost like you're fake in a relationship, but then when push comes to shove, she hears that you're talking to other girls on the thing. Like her perceived like walls of protection crumble. And again, like 
that internal panic of like, oh, I'm getting played. I'm fucking this dude. I look stupid. Blah, blah, blah. When in reality, she doesn't look fucking stupid at all. Like, it's all totally fine and not a big deal. And if she had wanted to have the conversation with you about like, hey, I really like you. I want to be your girlfriend and I want us to be exclusive. She A, could have done that and B, already sort of did when she fake broke up with you the first time. (laughs) And then you said like, yeah, I don't feel like we're on that level. And then she just was like, oh yeah, you're right. My bad. I'm sorry. So like, again, flippy, floppy, flip, flip, flip. Like I, I just. Uh, A flip cup extraordinaire. (laughs) (laughs) i just don't know oh no i just know you just wanted to talk about it so bad like and yeah i mean i don't know if they're still a fan if you still watching a shout out i got no bad blood personally like that's the thing i think it's well but no i mean like honestly i just think it's one of those things where it's like and maybe i don't know if this is really just traumatized too because it's like you talk about like the relationship and i'm sure a lot of those people like they think it's like a relationship that goes to what I know we talked about another episode, weddings, marriage and the whole thing. Uh And it's like, when that doesn't happen, it's like, dang, you failed. Right. That's a good point. And I know the older you get, Mm -hmm. the more you feel like, Oh, the clock is ticking. I'm failing again. I'm not doing like blah, blah, you know, whatever, all this stuff in your head. When I mean, Shit don't work for everybody. Like, and also, like, I'm sorry, but the relationship you guys had with literally was not negative. No, it was positive. You're both getting it in. You enjoyed time with each other. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't that deep. And I think you're absolutely right that the problem is, is that for people who grew up in these religious situations, the only type of relationship that exists is marriage. Mm-hmm. And so when it doesn't become that, even though like, you know, she's she's out here living her life full on adult in 2022. Like she knows what the fuck it is. Yeah. On an intellectual level. She doesn't think it's like. Yeah, no. Conceptually, she's not out here like what the hell. Yeah, that confused. But when she's confronted with it in that specific way of hearing you on the podcast talking about other women, like those walls just crumble and then it's just fucking panic mode, you know, so. Yeah, I definitely am seeing uh, <laughs> some classic RT signs in this story, and I just love this one. I think it's just a good example. I, I know. I know you do. Oh, here's another thing. Um, classic. I had to shout this out because this is so... When I heard this song, I was like, this I, is so I knew, I knew you weren't going to let this go. Song, fucking shout out to the Queen Bee Beyonce with the new fucking song on her new album, Church Girls. Hey. I think Describes when this, exactly what I'm talking about. I think when this song came out, I messaged you and was like, oh, this is exactly like on your list for religious trauma or whatever. Like, <laughs> this is... She, Queen Bee made a song <laughs> about uh, one of our podcast episodes that's coming up. I just like, didn't know. The whole point of this song is that she said... I mean, literally the chorus is Church Girls acting loose. Like... Like I said, these church girls, they're the horniest bitches there is, man. Like, they're just trying to fuck, but, like, they can. And it's just, it hurts me. Like, if I could just save one fucking church girl well, hey, from feeling bad about herself, you, you done I would, your my job. life would be complete. Well, I'm thinking, you know, because at first, Beyonce, like, you know, when we first started the run or whatever, she shouted out the OnlyFans, and mm-hmm. it became the move. Yep. So I think now that she shouted out Church Girls, and we recorded this between the two of y'all, y'all about, <laughs> y'all about to save y'all about to save a couple of women. All right? Y'all about to save a couple of ladies, and you know I just am here for you saving them. And you know if they still got a lot of that horniness, and you can send it my way. It's cool. I'm, I'm around. Just let them know what it is, because... This is the last thing I'll say about this. This is completely unrelated to the girl you were talking to. (laughs) I don't think I've ever put this on wax, but it's so applicable to this moment that I just have to give this quick story time. Mm -mm. I feel like I was very lucky. (laughs) And I had this... She's so lucky. Very specific, pinpoint, kind of full circle moment where I completely overcame my particular religious trauma, even though it wasn't as deep as some of these other examples. And you know, you know, you know what they say, like nine times out of 10, 
you don't get closure on nothing in this life. Like it's a cold man. <laughs> Just like I always say, one of my favorite lines is, "I still feel like there's bitches that owe exactly. me sex." Exactly. Like, yeah. closure is closure is a luxury that many of us couldn't live three lifetimes to afford. Agreed. And so that's why this exact situation has always stood out in my mind because there was this family <laughs> that was very involved in my religious community growing up. Okay. And they had two kids and uh the daughter was in my grade and the son was in my brother's grade. <laughs> oh. And so I <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, and, go ahead. And like the, this, these people, I'm not gonna say in what capacity because it's too much. But like they were very prominent figures. They were involved. That had an impact on my life in this religious community. Yeah. And like back in the day, like I didn't pay really either one of these people no mind because I was you, not fucking with this shit. I was about to say you were not about that life in in any capacity. So, yeah. but fast forward way <laughs> later on, way after I am. Uh, you know, went to college, the whole works. Like, we're fully adults now, right? Uh-huh. There may have been a situation. Oh, boy. I where I had the this. opportunity. Opportunity to do what, Kristen? A good old-fashioned revenge fuck. Oh, man. Absolute, oh, man. beautiful, cold-hearted vengeance in my utter soul. See, this is why I be calling you the motherfucking unicorn. Because I feel like I don't, even though I don't think you are alone in this thought process of revenge fuck. I just don't hear it on wax like I literally this. love a revenge fuck. And honestly, the, I, the other reason I wanted to bring this up is because I feel like the revenge fuck is a really good example of exactly what I'm talking about when people say that they have to have an emotional connection with somebody in order to enjoy the sex. When you know good and damn well. Revenge fuck, you don't need shit. You just need well, to know that you are avenging some wrong or uh, like yourself or whatever it is. But I'm Ladies glad you got that one fuck. under dudes I can get one off with that I don't need to marry. <laughs> or do anything with ever again. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad you got a revenge fuck. Some people get their little closure. You know, you brought that full circle with that mm-hmm. whole situation. And, you know, maybe one day I'll get my full circle as I keep edging towards future as you say yeah. our toxic king as i <laughs> try to walk up to his iron throne but you know which we don't actually condone by the way but <laughs> we fake do I, mean, I don't know i go back and forth <laughs> i don't think you actually go back and forth i think you just go forth and forth you just talk about the backwards. i just stuff. condone it for women only i don't condone it for men i just uh, don't want women to be more toxic because we just have literally gotten fucking screwed our lives so i'm like women should aspire to it but not men Except for I feel like you've been sitting on this podcast for 80 plus episodes trying to get me to aspire to it. Yeah, but you are a different situation because you are genuinely a nice person that I know in real life. And so I could speak specifically about people that I know in their certain contexts. But men as a whole, no. I don't know if I'm that nice. But, and I don't uh, care if I'm being unfair or double standard. I truly don't care. I want it for the women and I don't want it for the men. But I do want it for you because you deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's all the time we have our quarantine. Perfect, perfect place to talk. I guess we're going to go hit this drink break drink and we can break. celebrate my kind words. Shout out. <laughs> And we're back with the quick hits. <laughs> oh, my days. Yes. What a way to kick off after that uh, main topic. The traumas, they, they don't stop, huh? Can't that is, uh, if you're not aware, a trending TikTok sound. Very timely to our episode. In fact, uh, the trend is to use that audio, obviously, to remix of fucking Little Mermaid and a very famous song with that line in it. Um but then it's like the person captions it with like this long thing that like happened to them that when they were a little kid. And the funniest fucking ones, like I was reading these literal long threads in the comments. People will put like uh when I when I asked the like 
whatever teacher, camp counselor, youth pastor, wh- what have you. When I was a little kid and I would ask them, like, what about the people in the remote regions who, like, don't have technology or, like, don't know about God? Like, are they really going to hell just because they just, like, don't know God so they can't, like, They have an opportunity, him. yeah. <laughs> and the comments range from, like, yes, those people are going to hell <laughs> to, like, one person was, like, my youth pastor told me that. God's love is so strong that they should just feel it and intuit it in their hearts. And and just, just know. They're just they going to know. Just know. Um, just like the moments where you just start to realize that the we, math ain't fucking mathing. I say we got to get you off the ticky tock, but no, that's the it, first thing you want to talk about anyway. It's so fucking validating. It just feels like, oh, thank God. Like, we're really all in this shit together. Like, it's just rough out here getting past. <laughs> so, anyway, that was. That was TikTok number one. Yes, but the actual TikTok you wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but that you just only couldn't reminded av- me. Yeah. You couldn't avoid that one. So this is a real quick hit that I wanted to bring. There's a different TikTok trend going on, and I had to get your. I have to get your take on this on whether or not you would part- a participate in this if it were, was a thing. If TikTok was a thing while you were in high school, and also just in general, like we're gonna do a soon. We're gonna do an episode on being petty, and to me, this shit is fucking at the tip at the mountaintop of petty so talk to me the high school kids right now they're doing this thing where a big genre of tiktoks in general is interviews um because it creates great sound bites so they're just literally in the fucking hallway at school it's uh-huh. obvious and one person's interviewing they go up to someone and they say what's your name they say their name and then they say who do you think is the hottest hottest girl or boy in school and then they were, I was like, ah. they say. I don't want to answer, but they answer. But they answer. Then it cuts to new person. And they say, what is your name? It's the person that they named. Yep. And then they say, do you know so-and-so? The <laughs> other first person. Yep. They say, yes, obviously. Then they say, what would you rate them out of 10? <laughs> On the spot, make a rate up right there. Dude, some of the answers, like, it's intense. Motherfuckers are getting dogged in these streets. Is it intense or is it just flat rude? No, it's intense because they don't know. They don't like. I mean, now they probably know because uh, now it's like a trending thing to do this. Uh-huh. But it's not necessarily true that like the person is even there or that they even know like anything. Like, first of all, even in high school, I'm not stupid enough for someone to come up, <laughs> put a microphone on me, and then ask me about a specific individual, and for me not to think that's shady. So, uh, mm, I'm not going to rail on the trigger, education trigger, around trigger, here. Trigger, 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 But poor parenting because this that this is where fights start. What do you mean? What Just should the parents be doing? Teaching their kids not to be stupid enough to answer the question. But oh, you're saying just like deny till you die type vibe. Again, if I come to you, like it's one thing if you're doing like the other TikTok where it's like, hey, who would your hall pass be? Like very general. If I say, hey. Do you know Chris and St. Michael? What would you rate her? I'm asking you a very specific question about a very specific okay. individual. And unless you are like, I don't know, the school jock, cocky, dumb head, do not answer. Abort. Abort. Well, but at that point, Abort. wouldn't you assume that the reason that they're asking you is because that person has already said that they like like you? As a great philosopher once said, you know what happens when you assume, but... <laughs> Clearly, so you're saying TikTok. both questions, like the first question of like who's the hottest one in school, you deny that as well. You don't answer. You Can't don't play? answer. Can't answer. So what? You just literally say like I'm not answering. I'm, you just I'm walk not, away. No, I'm. This is not. A, you're not interviewing me and getting this. I say we got a lot of beautiful ladies in this school, and any one of them would be happy to be at the top of the list. Have a great day. But so okay. So then what? So then when you're getting interviewed on the second, on the back end of it, I don't say a word. I say I know who that is. A lot of people's solution is just to say seven, salt seven. I think that's such a fucking cop out. That's, that's a so lame. Super cop out because you're just you're, these no. fucking kids. They got no. You're fucking lying. Balls. You're either giving someone a little bit too much credit or you're cowards. bringing them down. Like, Absolute cowards. Nah. Like I put up. Like I put on the notes. I said, "Hey, I don't condone violence." To be fair, yeah, you did. But somebody gotta get whooped. To be fair, like it's this. usually the girls saying that a guy is a solid seven. It's usually not the other way around. Yeah, I know, because we too stupid as guys <laughs> to be out here doing this correctly. I think but... I would just answer it. Of course I think both would. ways I would just answer it. Oh. I think it's kind of cute. It's like setting people up. Like, don't we want to be set up? 
This is like I would love to have been set. This up. is the first of all. <laughs> who's the one that comes on this five program talking about setting people up? And yeah, I know. That's why I'm surprised that this is your answer. Because this is like a burn book. Like the next level, like this is horrible. <laughs> so no, uh, uh-uh. fine. Again. Take it away from high school. Like you wouldn't do this now. Just if like I came up to you and was like, "Hey, Lume, what do you think of so and so out of ten? I would think it's even more shady now. Like definitely not. No chance. Zero chance. I got my own podcast. I'll let I'll let I'll let people know who I think is attractive. All right, and they can slide in the DMs if they want to holler at me. So. Mm-mm. This is man. I'm sad. I kind of like it. I kind of think it's fun. This is inspiring violence, which and then it's always really cute when they say ten, and then it's like, oh, they're lying. But anyways, those kids don't know no better. Them high school idiots, they don't know no better. Well, and it is funny because like every single like literally like especially the dudes when they ask them like who's the hottest girl in the school, they'll say some chick, and then it cuts to her, and like obviously they're kid. These are kids, so like I don't want to be too harsh, but I'm like that's the best. And you guys wonder why I'm not on the ticky tock. <laughs> and then the girls, and same thing with the girls. The girls will be like, oh my God, fucking Jimmy Powell. He's so fucking fine. They don't swear because they're too scared to get caught, but they're mm. like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Jason Mraz. And then it comes to like this total, this mid guy, absolute fucking braces brunette hair mid. Let's, let's take, let's take the mics to Jax and we can just say, hey, point out to the hottest <laughs> yeah, girl. And then go we ahead should and start do doing this in Jax. <laughs> we should literally go, go in ahead. there and be like, point to the hottest girl right now. And we go walk ahead. straight and up to her and say, and like, see that guy right there? <laughs> Rate him out of 10. Dude, you go ahead. I'll be the, I'll be the, I'll be the mic holder. How soon until we get question. punched in the face doing that? <laughs> You're asking three times max, and I'll take the under on that one. Wow, what an absolutely great segue for what I want to talk about, which is oh, yeah. punching people in the face. Oh, yeah, that's a great segue. Because I Unplanned. have to talk about this clown ass Draymond Green. No, I, go, I hate this man. I could go on for a long time about him, but he doesn't deserve that. Not on this fine program but i'll just say i agree with everybody's point that you know if this were a normal job you can't get punched at work blah 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 there should okay, be criminal charges but again i agree with what their premise is but to your point it's not a normal job it's just dumb because i know and funny enough michigan state michigan rivalry there with my man that he punched jordan Poole. shout out but these dudes talk shit all the time right all the time and i don't know i feel like after you've been in the league as long as draymond you got four rings like is somebody really getting you that upset on your own team yeah to be fair like i my comment was only directed like specifically at the thing about like it's work yeah yeah, like that i'm like to me that's a stupid argument i'm not at all defending draymond i hate that motherfucker i wouldn't expect you to (laughs) i literally there is nothing stupider to me than the fact that he punched his own goddamn teammate like so literally grow up the only thing that i thought was funny and like steve kerr i think was one of the people who was mad about it but well yeah no not not mad about the punch mad about who leaked the video oh well see yeah that's a whole nother and i'm like honestly i'm not sure who did it other than maybe just some little intern there that was like trying to get a little bag because but did did they really get a bag i mean i guess uh from what i heard they got a reasonable number from tmz okay fair um but i'm surprised that that would be like that it's because those things out. don't happen. Like think. Yeah, of, but I feel like they no, do no, happen. Like think about fucking no, no. my other most hated player, Jimmy Butler, on yeah. the bench arguing with Spokestra. No, but having the video of these practices, like you remember when Jimmy was here and there was that famous practice where he yeah. wore his watch and suit and busted everybody's ass. And yeah, have you seen? Have ben you seen the video? Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Exactly. Yeah, no. You have it, and that's the point. They're okay, like the enough. practices like that happen all the time, and we hear the stories, yeah. but we never see the video because they don't get leaked out. So you so, think just the video evidence, like the receipt in itself is what is impactful? Uh, I mean, it just tells me that there's somebody in that organization that hates Draymond Green more than me and right, you. Right, right, <laughs> right. Or what? loves Jordan Poole and thinks he's the fucking future. Well, shout out to that. Shout out to Funny my Michigan fan. That. Let's go. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. I just had to get out here and rail at Draymond because he's whack. And you know that was just. Little bitch boy you know move what's so from funny? a little One bitch boy. One time I ran into a girl at a bar, and um, this is when uh, Jordan Poole was still at Michigan. Uh-huh. Man, I can't give too many details on this. I don't want to put her on blast, but 
I literally fucking knew, met or knew or she might have been a friend. I don't know. A lot could have been could have been anything. This girl tried to tell me that Jordan Poole was her boyfriend. I mean, he might. She she, <laughs> she he might have led her to believe that at that time. I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the no, heart. No, he might have led her to believe that at that time. Tell her that that was incorrect. <laughs> Again, that was a one-way relationship. She was, she was his girlfriend to her, not to him. I really, I really had to work hard not to spit my drink out in her fucking face, laughing. But anyway, sorry, Jordan, but Jordan got I his little bag. Even said that, but whatever. Who cares? It's too late now. Jordan got his bag. They just the Warriors just paid him one hundred forty million dollars, so yeah. he's cool. And Draymond will probably be on a new team next year. So. Hey, it is what it is. Fucking leave. I I just hate him so much. You're not gonna get any defense of that man from me, but yeah, I just had to bring that up. Okay, last um two minute little stupid thing, but really funny. Um, I started getting the athletic uh, daily. Yep. I really like the writing in it. It's way funnier than a lot of these other ones that do these little sports daily emails. They have good writers. Um. Anyway, they had this thing recently where they were like bringing up, I don't know how, somehow it was related to sports. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was like, I just, I don't know. doesn't matter. The point is, um, people went nuts on Twitter apparently when some guy had posted his receipt to Taco Bell mm-hmm. and it was, t- his total was a- allegedly $28 <laughs> and everybody just was like going ham on Twitter saying like trying to like just either they were saying like you're fucking lying you didn't need $28 worth of Taco Bell <laughs> or they were saying like oh I could for sure eat $28 of fast food yeah like, like that's easy squeeze like everybody piece. was like listing their fucking supposed you know order that they would order to equal $28 yeah. if, it, if, if they were challenged for real and so then the athletic was like well fucking let's do it then so then they were like oh let's do it so then they had this guy who claimed that he could eat 28 dollars worth of fast food he got to pick the fast food and, and it had to be it. has to be fast food not like fucking yeah. five guys where it's yeah like not like we're ordering expensive. on uber eats and you yeah. can get some shit like no, no, no delivery no. fees like none of that like the real the holy fucking field. motherfucking drive through mickey d's whatever white you want. castle highlight a player and he did it apparently he, de- he, it. he finished 28 dollars so my question to you is could you, would you attempt to eat $28 worth of fast food? And what would it be? What would your order be? Oh, man. Could I? I feel like I could in the right scenario. Would I? <laughs> uh, not without a lot of devil's juice, most likely, and a long-ass night. What would my order be? Honestly, it'd probably be from Mickey D's. I feel like yeah, I know. Me and you are both. Like, I love McDonald's. I, I don't know. I'm I wish really I ta- didn't. It's like high key embarrassing. Like I'm not really a McDonald's. Taco Bell dude. I I could imagine in unfortunate scenarios of White Castle also. Hey, making, it just it just makes for a bad morning. But um, yeah, it would just be like obviously you gotta get some nugs. You gotta get the the large fry. Maybe I was thinking about too. Was like, what's a twenty piece cost? I don't know, like eight bucks, maybe ten bucks. I mean, that gets eight. you like pretty. Yeah, far. I'm about to say I go like there. I get a Big Mac and get some front like, and you know, a Dr Pepper. I'm like, right, I'm like, like eight. You know, I'm like like eighteen, twenty. Like right. I just throw in another whatever, you know, like. So basically, yeah, I mean, because that throw one another day, burger and you're good. That one day that we recorded, and I literally brought the whole menu of McDonald's over here. That's probably that wasn't twenty eight dollars. It was not twenty eight dollars. <laughs> I was about to say no lot of these. It was people. probably seventeen. Okay, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's I had, half what did I have that but, day? I had, and I polished that shit. Yeah, off you, too. you had a bag. I she had, had a bag. <laughs> fuck, this is like. She had a bag. I don't care who gives a fuck. I had. What did I have? You had some nuggets. I, I know that. I had the fucking ten piece nugget meal yep. with ranch and a fucking crispy sprite. Yeah, of course, crispy. So you know, we got ten nuggets, fries right there off the bat. Then I had. Uh, I feel like you got a sandwich. I don't know what it was. I had a though. McDouble. There we go. That's what it $2 was. Two dollar, whatever. But yeah. obviously, you wouldn't go for the two dollar if you were trying to. Do yeah. No. Challenge. At this point, now you're ordering. The, the... At this point, you would just get another burger meal with yeah. another set of fries because I feel like fries you could just like easily like, easy. double quarter pound, and then quarter I had powder, a, or whatever. Um, da, da, da. And then I had a motherfucking uh, what the fuck are those called? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a donut, but it's it's uh, apple fritter. Uh, <laughs> yeah so that was like another yeah three dollars this is not that hard like people was watch, like you know what? <laughs> yeah the but pe- that was only like like i said that was like 17 18 bucks and i was Again, fucking full i thought the, i was gonna die the people that, the people that are talking about this 
that, that were like, how do you do this? I know that I could never hang out with those people. Yeah, I mean, for money. Like, if it was like... No, no, no. I just know... I, those people, <laughs> I know I couldn't hang out with them. Because you know what those people don't do? They don't hit no devil's juice. They're not out on these late nights. They most likely don't uh, smoke from the earth. <laughs> like, these are not $28. Yeah, I mean, I think nah. sober was part of the criteria. Uh, okay. Well, then, then, then I'm out. <laughs> then I probably can't hit it. Actually, no. If I was just hungry. Depends on what the reward was. If I was hungry. Like, if I starved, you know, a little bit, I could, I'm sure I could do 28 I feel like the key in these situations is to eat slowly, but I don't know. We got to get Mr. Hot Dog Guy on here. This is out of my, this is out of my fucking realm I be, I, knowledge. I, I bet Eric from the Hungry Row would most... Yeah. Certainly attempt this challenge, so maybe we gotta holler at him. Shit, we'll see. Check out the Hungry Road on YouTube. That's all the time we have. Yeah, if you don't see us again, it's because I tried the twenty dollar challenge and I failed. All right, (laughs) but if you do, make sure you hit us up on the IG at Illuminator GV at King Kristen Renee on the YouTube's Quarantine's Podcast, Quarantine's Pod on the Twitters, and of course, you gotta rate, review, subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite pod. And what are they supposed to be rating again? Cinco. Cinco stars, a.k.a. five for those non-cultured people. And, of course, after you do all that, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell the ex to tell a friend. Then we'll be back. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot.